welcome to the first Euctropolis podcast of 2022. I'm your host, James Hill. In this episode, we're going to ask the question, what do the numbers 2022 actually mean on the ukulele? And can the ukulele predict the future? Stick around. So when I say the numbers 2022, to most people, they will think of a year. They'll think of this year, 2022. But if you say the numbers 2022 to an ukulele player, they might think you're talking about a chord. <laughs> because we think a little differently than most people, right? Uh, and so when we hear four numbers in a row, like 2022, for the ukulele player, the first question is, hmm, I wonder what chord that is. Seriously, <laughs> you might have already heard me refer to chords by their four-digit chord codes. Some people call it the, the grip system. There are various ways of naming this, but what it is is a system of verbal tablature. I say four numbers, and you, in your mind's eye, picture those four frets, on the ukulele. It always goes from ceiling to floor as you're holding the instrument so that a typical C chord would be called 0003. Zero, 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 three. And without having to stop and draw a picture of that chord, we can quickly get a mental picture. And that's why I would call this verbal tab. You know, it's really handy, not just when we're speaking to one another, but also when we're typing to one another. And I think this is kind of where this system of four-digit chord codes, some people call it the um, chord postal code, uh, I think this is where it evolved. It was in the early days of the third wave of the ukulele. A lot of people were talking about ukulele online. They were typing to one another on message boards and whatnot. And it was really difficult to attach an image of a chord that you were talking about. And so very quickly, uh, they came up with this ingenious and very simple system for referring to chords on these message boards. And it was just simply to write the four numbers in a row of the notes on the fretboard. Zero, 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 three. Or if it was a G7 chord, I might say zero, two, one, two. See what I mean? Zero, two, one, two. And in my mind's eye, I can picture those frets going from the ceiling down to the floor. Zero, two, one, two. Or take another really common chord like A minor, for example. Well, in this system of uh, verbal tab or typing tab, it would be two, zero, zero, zero. And so we can have these conversations about chords very uh, easily on the internet. But, you know, th this system of chord codes works great in real life, too. So, for example, if I'm teaching a group lesson and somebody in the back of the room is having trouble seeing my hand, they don't know what chord I'm playing, instead of stopping and drawing a chord on the board and losing the momentum of my teaching, 
I can just give the chord code, and oftentimes that's enough. This works great in private lessons. It works well in Zoom lessons. It's just one of those simple strategies that is golden. So let's come back to the idea of 2022, 2022. What does that tell us about the year ahead? It's almost like reading the fortune of the year ahead based on what chord it is on the ukulele. I love it. It's kind of like uh, ukulele horoscopes. So uh, what chord does this give us? If we put down two on the fourth string, then zero, then two, and two. Hmm. That's what this year sounds like on the ukulele. Welcome to 2022. 2022. It's Ah, well, how would you describe this? That sound. To me, it's it's complex. Now we're really reading the musical tea leaves here and trying to trying to divine what <clears throat> what this means for uh, the next 12 months. 2022. It's complex, but it's also very beautiful. It's it's got a richness to it. It's a bit jazzy for sure. It's not the garden variety chord that you would get from something like C. It's not simple and direct and, and commonplace. There's no question about that. What is this chord? What's it called? And what feeling does it give us? Well, there's been quite a bit of discussion about this in the Euctropolis community over the past week or so. And uh, if you want to follow that entire discussion thread, I will put the uh, link <clears throat> in the show notes so that you can follow up on all the conversation that's gone on. This was spearheaded by Leonard. Thank you, Leonard, for uh, getting in there. And and uh, uh, Barry has jumped in. Gary has jumped in. Uh, Larry has jumped in. Uh, we've got Gary, Barry, and Larry. They, they're great at, uh, at getting into the... Um, the weeds of the theory behind the music. We also got Colette who's chimed in on this discussion. And so um, thank you to everyone who's, uh, who, who's picked up the thread here and gotten interested in what this 2022 chord is actually called on the ukulele. Barry in particular has gone on a very deep dive and I encourage you to um, check out his, um, his almost mathematical investigation of what this chord can be. But let's um, <clears throat> let's not go quite that far in the podcast today. Instead, we will try to find the name of this chord based on whether or not it looks like a chord that you have played before, and maybe we can use that as a jumping-off point. So when I play this two zero two two, and I hope you are either imagining along with me, you know, if you're driving and listening to this podcast, or if you're you know sitting down at home, I hope you have your ukulele in hand and you're following along 2022 to me it's like it's almost like 2020 but with an extra note so if you play 2020 the chord from 2020 that chord might be familiar to you as a d7 chord it is a d7 chord without a d in it um, so sometimes we call this the rootless voicing of D7. 
because this is a very popular sound in Hawaiian music, sometimes it's called the Hawaiian D7 or the two finger D7, 2020. It is the twin chord of G6 if you followed uh, the booster uke course and you know how to use chord twins, a very powerful and very fun strategy for making a whole lot of music without a whole lot of effort. But this chord for um, 2022 looks a lot like that D7. So we can imagine that uh, 2022 builds on the 2020 chord. And that's exactly right. Where the 2020 chord was D7, well, the 2022 chord is D7 with a cherry on top. And what is that cherry on top? What is the new note that we've added on the A string to give us the chord for this year? Well, that note that we've added is the second fret of the A string. And the second fret of the A string is the note B. You probably knew that. After A comes B, yeah. <laughs> so we've taken a D7 chord and we've added a B note to it. So in the context of a D7 chord, what is the note B? What does that add? And therefore, how should we change the name of the chord to reflect that? Well, if you have a hand and you know the alphabet, you can figure this out. Let's start on the note D, the root of the chord. And we're going to count through on your fingers until we get to the note B. I'm going to see how many steps that is. Okay, here we go. D is one. And then E, F, G, A, B. Mm, I lied. You're going to need two hands for this. Now, if you got to the note B after six steps, you're right. It is the sixth of this chord. Now, just hold on a second. Before you jump to a conclusion and start calling this 2022 chord D6, before you do that, there is one more step. And this comes from the way jazz musicians name their chords. In order to avoid confusion when there's a 7 in the chord and a 6 at the same time, because remember, what we're doing is building on top of the D7 chord here. We're not just building on the D chord, we're building on top of a D7 chord. And in jazz, what they do when there's a 7 and a 6 in the same chord is instead of calling this D7-6, which honestly looks terrifying, and if you were playing a jazz band gig and the, and the, and the room is kind of dimly lit and you can't see the music right, and, and all of a sudden there's this D76 chord that comes out of nowhere, you're just going to freak out. <laughs> and so uh, jazz musicians said, look, we're not going to write something that says D76. It just it looks bad and it looks confusing. So instead, we're just going to add the numbers together, and we're going to call it D13, which, okay, also looks a little bit intimidating, but uh, not as bad as D76. And so there you have it. That's what this chord is, D13. Yeah. I don't know about you, but to me, it kind of feels like a good omen. I don't want to go out there on a limb and say that, you know, this year's going to be all roses and everything, but... If this year ahead of us is anything like the way D13 sounds, 
I think we're in for some good stuff. It's not going to be all roses. This chord is complex. It's not totally clear. It does have tension in it. It does want to resolve. It is not resolved in and of itself, but it has that extra note in it. It has that 13. There's a richness to it that is not just the simple out and out irresolution of the D7, which we had in 2020. Wow. Now we're now we're really getting into some some uh, ukulele astrology here, right? 2020, we all know what happened in 2020, and in 2020 it was D7, just pure, unbridled irresolution and tension, D7. But here in 2022, <laughs> I can hardly believe I'm looking so far into these chords, but hey, I'm having fun, and I hope you are too. In 2022, we yes, we get that tension, but along with that, we get this sort of ray of sunshine in the form of that six that comes into the picture. It is not fully resolved yet, but there is this ray of hope. And you know what? Why not believe that the ukulele fretboard is giving us a good omen for the 12 months ahead? Why not believe? What, what's the harm in believing that? I like it. So that's what we're going with. D13 and the hopeful ray of sunshine that that brings into our harmonic horoscope. Oh, yeah, I just came up with that term right now. Harmonic horoscope. I'm getting into it. How would this chord sound in the context of a progression? Well, this makes me think, once again, of, of Hawaiian music, in particular the Hawaiian turnaround. So if you want to resolve this and you want to see where a chord like this is going to go, well, follow it up with a G7. And ultimately, maybe a C6 or a C. D13, G7, C. Or a G9 and a C6. Either way, you know, you can bring this to a resolution in just a couple of chords. This approach to harmony reminds me a lot of uh, Brian Tolentino's style, for example, or uh, Benny Chong or Byron Yasui, or some of the, the Hawaiian players who take a jazzier approach to traditional music. Um, Brian Tolentino was really the first one who I noticed doing this sort of um, more modern jazzy um, interpretations of traditional Hawaiian uh, harmonies. And so if you want to hear more ukulele playing in this style, then check out Brian Tolentino, check out Benny Chong, check out uh, Byron Yasui. Those would be three good places to start if you're interested in more of that kind of sound and you want to make this jazzy ukulele sound um, part of your soundtrack for 2022. That's it for this week. Just a short, sweet episode to get the podcast rolling again after the uh, holiday break. I just want to say a big thank you to Leonard for starting this conversation around the chord 2022 in the Euctropolis community and to Gary and Barry and Larry and Colette for chiming in with their thoughts on uh, how to interpret these four notes 
on the fretboard. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Euketropolis podcast. I'm your host, James Hill, and I'll be back again next week with another real ukulele answer to a real ukulele question. In the meantime, you can head over to euketropolis.com, and especially in light of this episode, if you're interested in the jazzier side of the ukulele, one of our most popular courses is called Ukulele Jazz. You'll learn 12 jazz standards and a whole bunch of stuff about why jazz sounds like jazz along the way. That course is also available now in baritone tuning. So head over to euketropolis.com slash jazz to check it out. Have a great week, and until next time, keep on strumming.